Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOFPHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Well, let me start off this morning by asking you this question. How many of you are afraid of the dark? Raise your hand. One little girl back there raised her hand. How many of you are still afraid of the dark? I remember when I was a little boy, we lived in a uh, little place called Pine Forest over here, and my, my granny lived a couple of houses over from where we stayed at, and I can't remember if it was my assignment to go get the newspaper from her after she read it. We shared the newspaper back then, and, 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 uh, or either we took her our newspaper, but all I know is normally when I got assigned that task to go to her house and back to my house, it was always dark, and I would flat out fly. And uh, I would run to her house as fast as I could, and I was either handing the paper or taking the paper, and I was heading back, and I was running as fast as I could. And the reason why is evidently I was afraid of the dark. I was afraid of the dark. If you knew the people that lived in Pine Forest, you'd have ran too. We ran. I ran because I was afraid of the dark. But here's what I'm trying to say to you today. The world that we live in The world that we live in today is growing darker and darker, and people are afraid now more than ever. As our world grows darker, people are afraid of the darkness, and I want to remind you this morning, I want to remind you from God's Word this morning that as followers of Jesus Christ, that we should not, we should not, let me say it again, we should not be afraid of the darkness. In fact, we're commanded to uh, be light in the darkness. We're, it's God's desire for us to be a, a testimony of light in the darkness. We've been called out of darkness, and we've been called into his marvelous light. So as followers of Christ, we should not be afraid of the dark. We shouldn't be running from the darkness. No, God has commanded us to be light, to be light in the darkness. And he has a desire for us to be a testimony of light. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning is being a testimony of light in dark places. Now, what is light? What is light? There's a lot of definitions for light, but in my Bible dictionary, here's what it said in my Bible dictionary. It says that light is a form of power that allows a person to see. It's a form of power that allows a person to see. Well, we know that as followers of Jesus Christ, he has the power to open our eyes so we can see, right? Jesus has come to set the captive free so we can see, Jesus, Jesus is the source of light and power in our life, and he promises us light in dark times. Jesus said in John 8, 12, he says, I am the light of the world. Who follow, who are, he says, who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. If you're following Jesus Christ this morning, you have the light of life. You have the light of Christ living inside of you. How many of you following Jesus this morning? You have the light of life living inside of you. And Jesus is the source of that light because he said, I am the light of the world. 
And you may have walked in this morning or you may be watching online and you're in a dark place right now. And if you're not in a dark place right now, you know what? Tomorrow you might wake up in a dark place. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what the future holds. But guess what? We know who holds the future. Jesus holds the future. We're in his hands. So whatever we're going through in the dark times of our life, we just give it to him. Hallelujah. We give it to him because guess what? He is our source of light. He's our source of light. And he said, he said that we will have the light of life. I want to remind you real quick this morning that God's people are called to be light. God's people are called to be light. Jesus said in Matthew's gospel, in Matthew 5, 14, he says, you are the light of the world. A city is set on a hill. It cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. I want you to get this this morning because oh, I think some of us this morning, we, 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 we forget that there's a command upon our life that we're to be light in the darkness. There's a call upon our life to be light in the darkness. Listen, we're not called in these last days as we just make our way to heaven. We're not called to just kind of flicker for Jesus, to, to fluctuate our light with Jesus. We're called to be light every day, not just on Wednesdays and Sundays. We need to be light every day. Some of us have got the built-in clapper. You remember the clapper? You clap it and the light comes on. Some of you clap it on on Wednesday and you clap it on on Sunday and it goes out the rest of the week. God didn't intend for us to live like a flicker. He wants us to live and be in a light for him at all times. We're not called to hide our light under a basket. We're called to be a testimony of light in these last days. And, and, and we're called to be a testimony no matter the season we're in. No matter how dark the world gets, God has called us to be a testimony of light. A testimony of light. Now, what does light look like in darkness? I want to, listen, the perfect illustration is given by Peter on what light looks like in darkness. Let me read to you this passage. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8 through 16. I'm going to read these passages to you, and I'm going to tell you what light looks like in darkness. Buckle your seatbelt because I don't think you're going to probably like what I'm about to read to you. Here's what Peter said light looks like in darkness. Finally, all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tenderhearted, and keep a humble attitude. Here we go. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. You know, when I read that verse, I said, you know, I'm going to name this blessing. <laughs> Lord, help the preacher. That is what God has called you to do. And he will grant you his blessing. When you, when you return uh, what's been meant for evil for you and you turn around and you pay them back with a blessing, here's what it says, that God has called you to do this and he will grant you his blessing for the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. And then he says, the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. Oh, Lord, oh, he turns his face against those who do evil. 
Now who will want to harm you if you're eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God's going to reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Don't forget that. Don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as, uh, uh, as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it or give an answer for it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. If you want to know what living and being a light is in darkness, Peter tells you right there what it means to be light in darkness. You need to know what's happening right here. Let me take you back to where he says this right here. Don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Whose threats? Well, when you study the scriptures here and you look in church history where this passage comes from, Peter is writing a letter to the followers of Christ who are being attacked and being persecuted for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. The government, the Roman government, uh, under evil leadership has come up and they have, they have uh, attacked and brought opposition against the Christians. And, and what happened here in that day, and you can study church history, the, the evil leadership under uh, Nero, or Nero, however you want to pronounce it, he was an evil leader in Rome at the time, and he intentionally shifted the blame of all the problems going on in society. He shifted the blame onto the Christians. And because of that blame that went on to the Christians, a great persecution broke out against God's people, and it became a very dark time in the church history. Christians were being murdered. Uh, moms and dads and children, they were being murdered because of their faith. The society around them had become uh, violent toward them because the blame of all the problems fell right onto the Christians, and it played right into Nero's hands, and Christians were being persecuted and attacked. And it became a very dark time. But you know what Peter said? I just read it to you. He says, listen to me, my brothers and sisters. No matter that the blame's been shifted on you, no matter there's an opposition going on toward you and attacks on your life, listen to me. I know it's a very dark season. I know it's a very dark time. But listen to me. In the middle of all that, you stand up and you be a testimony of light. You be a testimony of light. And that's what Peter said, be a testimony of light right there in the middle of the darkness. And I want you to hear my heart this morning. I believe that we will see greater opposition. I believe we're going to see greater opposition grow toward Christians in the future right here in America. It's already happening in different parts of the world, but I believe we're going to see a greater opposition. I believe, and I already have seen it, that they're going to begin to shift the blame of things going on in society. They're going to begin to blame the church, and they're going to, uh, things are going to become darker for the believers in Jesus Christ. And when all these things start to happen, I want you to realize that no matter how dark it gets, we need to remember that we're called to be a testimony of light in the darkness. Please hear me. 
When, when the things start to grow darker around us, we're called to be a testimony of light in the darkness. Remember, we've been called out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Remember that we are saved. Remember that now we have Jesus Christ and we have new life in him. The old things have passed away. You need to remember today, we walk now as children of light. We walk now with the mind of Christ. We walk now with the heart of Christ. We walk now in the power of God. We walk now with the love and light of Jesus Christ. We walk now with our minds focused on heavenly things and not things of the world. We are testimonies of light in the darkness. God help us to be that testimony of life. I tell you this morning, uh, God, he definitely knows the times that we're living in. If you try to figure it out, you will go crazy. But God knows the times that we're living in and God knows, listen, he knows what's going to happen going forward God knows that people's hearts are going to grow cold and they're going to grow dark. God knows how perverted our society will become. God knows how broken people will be. God knows the darkness that's going to sweep over the land. God knows it all. But let me tell you what else God knows. God knows that there's going to be a people, his people, that are going to rise up in the last days and they're going to be testimonies of light right in the middle of all the darkness. Hallelujah. And that is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we will be testimonies of light. How are we going to be light? Well, Peter tells us in those passages I read to you, Peter said this right here. He says, listen, if you're going to be light, you've got to worship the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart. Some translations say this right here. It says that Peter tells us there to set apart your heart toward the Lord. Set apart your heart to the Lord or revere the Lord with all of your heart or worship the Lord. Whatever translation you're reading. But here's what Peter's saying. He's saying this. There has to be a place in your life where you make the decision to walk in God's will for your life. And that first starts by repenting of your sins and placing your faith in Jesus Christ to be your Lord and be your Savior. That has to be the first decision that you ever make. If you're going to be light, you have to set apart your heart to the Lord. And what does that mean? You make a decision to walk in God's will for your life. You make a decision to walk out God's word for your life. Peter was saying that it's God's word. God's word is what fuels our light. Set apart the Lord for your heart. It's God's word that fuels the light. And listen, the word of God is never going to fuel you if you never let it enter into your heart. Psalm 119 says this right here, that the entrance of your words give light. The entrance of your words give light. Listen to me this morning. It's one thing to have your Bible and to be able to look at the words and read them, but it's another thing to let the Word of God enter into your heart. You can know all the Scripture you want. You can go around and you can quote it and write it on walls and write it on paper. You can do all you want, but at first it needs to enter your heart. And when it enters your heart, it gives you light. It gives you fuel for your light. And Peter's here. He's saying, you, mean, you need to let it enter in your heart. You need, to, you need to make a decision to let God's word enter into your life so it can be a light. So people can see it. They want to see the word of God coming out of you. It's one thing to hear it, but it's another thing to see the word of God flowing out of your life. And Peter says, let it enter into your heart so it can flow and you'll have fuel for your light. Can I just remind you who he's talking to? He's talking to people that are about to give their life for the, name of the, for the sake of the Lord. He's talking to people that are being attacked. And he says, listen, 
You let the Word of God enter into your heart and, and you make a decision to let the Word of God guide your life. And when you do, be ready to give an answer for the hope that you have. Be ready to give an answer. Peter was saying, be ready to let your voice and your actions reflect Jesus. I ask you this morning, is your voice and your actions reflecting the Jesus, the light of Jesus Christ? Because Peter, that's what he was saying. Be ready to let your voice and your actions reflect Jesus. When you take time, listen to me, church. Please hear me because I'm talking to you about how vital the Word of God is for your life. When you take time to set apart your heart to the Lord and set apart the Word of God and let it enter into you, guess what? There's going to be a hope in you. When the Word of God enters into you and, and works in you, there's going to be a hope in you. There's going to be a light in you that's going to shine to a godless society around you. Those that are living in darkness are going to see the light of Christ in you. Those that are, they're, they're, those that are walking in darkness are going to see the power of God in you. Those that are in darkness are going to see the hope of Christ in you. Isn't that what you really want? To be a testimony of light? Peter said, be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready to give hope. Be ready to shine to those living in dark places. Be ready to bless those who are mocking you and attacking you. Be ready to reflect the light of Jesus Christ. Be ready to give your testimony for the light in you. Be ready to give the hope that's in you. Listen to me. You and I may be the only people that uh, some people may ever see that's going to point them to Jesus Christ. You may be the only person that you'll work that will reflect Jesus to your coworkers. You may be the only person in your school or wherever that will be the only person to reflect the light of Jesus Christ. And Peter says, listen, in the middle of the darkness, you need to be ready. Be ready to point to Jesus. Be ready to be light. Be ready to give the hope that you have in you. Be ready. Wherever you are, be ready to give that hope. Be ready to give that light. Because the whole reason for it is it's for the sake of those that are living in darkness. You realize that once you become a Christian now, it's really, listen, there's a lot of benefits to serving God and living for the Lord. Can I get an amen? But you know what? It's not about us. It's not about us no more. When you receive Jesus Christ in your life, it all becomes about going forward and being a witness and being a light for those that are still walking in darkness. And, and listen to me. We're doing everything we are. We're called to be light for the purpose of reaching others in dark places. And God is going to use you. 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 God is going to use you and you. He's going to use me. He's going to use all of us to be a blessing to those who are living in dark places. Don't you want to be a blessing to those living in dark places? What does it look like? What does it look like to be a blessing to those living in dark places? What does it look like to be fully surrendered in, in the word that has entered into your heart and, and now you are, there's a hope in you and a light in you and now you're a blessing to those living in darkness? What does that look like? I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like three Hebrew boys who were not willing to bend or bow to a godless society and a godless government. You know what it looks like? It looks like a man named Joseph who has uh, been mistreated by his family and been lied about uh, and falsely accused by the people around him, and yet he still remains faithful to God, and he does the right thing even in some dark times of his life. You know what it looks like? It looks like Job standing up who almost lost everything and says, you know what? The Lord gives and the Lord takes away, but blessed be the name of the Lord. 
You know what it looks like? It looks like Stephen uh, that's there being stoned to death for his faith in Jesus Christ. And as he falls to his knees, he cries out, Father, hold this sin not against them. It looks like your Savior and my Savior, Jesus, on a cross after being beaten, saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That's what being a blessing in dark times looks like. That's what being a light in dark times looks like. And I'm not sure what dark season we're going to face and what you're going to face, but we need to be ready to give an answer for what we have. We need to be ready to give an answer for what we have. Be ready to give a testimony for the light of Christ in you. I don't know how much darker it's going to get, but I'll tell you this. The darker it gets, the more fuel we're going to need. The more light we're going to need. The more grace we're going to need. The more boldness we're going to need. The more love we're going to need. The darker it gets, the more light we're going to need. The darker it gets, the more of the Holy Spirit's anointing we're going to need. Do you hear me, church? And the reason we need the power and the reason we need the anointing and the reason that we need the light is because, listen to me, there's people all around us today that are living in the darkness and they want to come out. And they need somebody that will grab them by the hand and show them the way forward. They need somebody that will show them the way out, show them the way forward, that will show them to freedom, that will show them the way to victory, to show them the way to hope. Listen, the the Lord's looking for somebody that can be a carrier of light, that can grab these people in the darkness by the hand and say, come with me. I know where you're at, but I know the way. I know the way to the light. I know the way to freedom. I know the way to hope. Come with me. We need the anointing of God upon us in these dark times to be able to do that. Listen to me, please. We are living in some urgent times. Do you agree? We are living in urgent times. Look at what's going on in the world around us. Look at what they're trying to teach our children in the schools. Just just look at everything around us culturally and how it's just kind of getting darker and darker and darker. And listen, the darker it gets, this is the day, this is the time that we need to be a testimony of light. This is no time for you to live in fear of the darkness. This This is no time for you to ride the fence about living for the Lord. This is no time for you to keep dabbling with the things of this world and playing with sin. This is no time for you to play games with God. This is no time for you to live contrary to the word of God. There's no time for you to be spiritually lazy. This is no time for you to coast and be comfortable. This is the time that the church rise up and we be a testimony of light to the dark world around us. Hallelujah. And you have a choice to make just like I have a choice to make. Are you going to allow the word of God to enter into your heart? Are you going to set apart the Lord in your heart? Are you going to make the choice today that you're going to walk in God's light? You have a choice today. You have a choice to make today. Every one of us here today have a choice to make on whom we will serve. Whom will you serve? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to be light in a dark world. As for me and my house, we're going to set our hearts upon the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to live our lives according to the word of God. We can't bend. We can't bow. We must make a choice today that as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord.
We will serve the Lord. We will stand for the Lord. We will shine for the Lord. Hallelujah. No matter what happens, and no matter how dark it gets, I want my testimony to be a testimony of light. My family to be a testimony of light. We can't be afraid. Listen to me, church, please. We can't be afraid. Can't be afraid of the darkness. We need to take God's word at heart and we need to embrace what God's word says for the season that we're in right now. God says, know the times that you're living in. And we're living in a time right now where God says this about us. He says, you know what? You have been called out of darkness and into light. You are going to be a carrier of light. You you are going to be a, a light, a vessel that I can use for your glory. You're going to have a testimony of hope and a testimony of light in dark and difficult days. Every one of us, that's what God is speaking over your life right now. That's what God wants for us right now. And we need to be ready. You know why we need to be ready? I, I, I mean, you know, have you had any interesting conversations at the gas pumps lately? That's a good place to witness right there. It's amazing what you hear when you get ready to put gas in your car. Be ready. Be ready to give light. Be ready to be light. Be ready to give hope because you're ready because people are going to ask you this right here. How, how can you keep standing after all you've been through? Be ready to, to be light when they ask you, how in the world can you stand after all you've been through? How can you lift your hands in praise after all you've been through? How can you sing after all you've been through? How can you smile after all you've been through? How can you shine after all you've been through? How can you still love after all you've been through? And your only answer will be, Jesus Christ is the light of my life. He's the light of my life. That's your answer. Jesus Christ is the light of my life. And people will see his light shining through you, and guess what? They're going to want what you got. They're going to want what you got. How in the world are you whistling and singing a song while you pump that gas in your car right now? Jesus is the light of my life. How in the world can you stand up there and smile and sing after all you have been through? Because Jesus is the light of my life. He's the light of my life. He's the light of your life. And God has called us to be a testimony of that light. Pastor Kevin, if you'll come. I want you all just to bear with me here. Because Peter tells us how we are to be light. And I go back to the very first verse, verse 8. Let me read that verse to you again. Finally, all of you should be of one mind. Sympathize with each other. Love each other as brothers and sisters. Be tenderhearted. Keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That's what God's called you to do, and he'll grant you his blessing. Now, why did they have to put that in the Bible? Peter says, this is how you're going to be light. You're going to be in one mind and one accord. 
You're going to love one another. You're going to be compassionate. You're going to sympathize with other people. You're, you're not going to retaliate when somebody has done something to you. You're not going to try to insult them because they've insulted you. You're not going to repay evil with evil. You're going to repay evil with good. So how will my testimony, how, how is my testimony going to be a testimony of light and darkness? Let me tell you. Y'all ready? That means I'm going to forgive others for what they've done to me. That means I'm going to be kind to those who have been unkind to me and my family. That means I'm going, to, I'm going to do good to those who are out to do evil against me. That means I'm going to bless those who are trying to curse me. How many of y'all know that's not easy? Come on. Can, can I see some hands? That's not easy. But with God, all things are possible. The only way you're going to be able to do it is with the help of God. God will help you to be light in the darkness. God is going to be the one to help you to forgive. God is going to be the one to help you to be a blessing. God is going to be the one to help you stay compassionate and loving. God's going to help you to uh, just kind of... It's confession time. We had confession time staff meeting. Talked about confessing sin. I'm going to confess to you. You know, sometimes uh, in my Christian walk, and I'll tell you right now, very recently, very, very recently, there have been times that the Holy Spirit has kept me from going off and losing it. He's been a holy restraint in my life. How many of you are thankful that the Holy Spirit's helped you from going off and losing it? Amen. Amen. Yeah. Is there anybody in here this morning that's been like me that, you know, you wanted to be like James and John and you wanted to call down fire from heaven on somebody? Just a shush. Lord, have mercy. Hands going up everywhere. Lord, help them. Help them, Jesus. Help them, Jesus. Jesus said, easy. Well, he didn't say it like that. That's my translation. Easy, easy. Oh, something just came to my mind. <laughs> Kill him with kindness. You know, have you ever been to the place where you wanted to hurt somebody because they hurt you first? You, you ever been at a place where you, you wanted to lash back because they lashed at you first? Or how about you wanted to bite back because they bit you first? We, we've all been there, but with God's help, friend, Peter says, listen, forgive them. Forgive them. Don't retaliate against them. Don't, don't send an insult back to them. And, and I thank God today that through his help that he has kept me uh, from losing it. I thank God that he was able to help me to be light instead of losing it. Aren't you? Hallelujah. Yeah. And I thank God today that he helped me not to go to that place where they were at and what they did because I want to be a testimony of light and God will help us. God will help you. God will give you hope. God will give you light and you will be a testimony for Christ in these last days. No matter what people have done to you, no matter how dark it may be in your family right now, no matter how dark it may be at work for you right now or wherever you are, hey, listen, I'm just telling you right now, you will be a testimony because God, He 
will help you. He will help you. And they'll say, why didn't you go off when that person did that to you? Why didn't you lose it when that person did that to you? And you'll just be able to say, because Jesus Christ, he's the light of my life. And they'll be like, wow, I want what you have. And the only way you'll ever receive it is by allowing the word of God to enter into your heart. And it's not easy. I'm not telling you it's easy. I'm telling you right now, it's been a struggle for all of us. Because the natural thing to want to do is just respond. But remember, the Bible says that God says vengeance belongs to Him. And it requires supernatural help to be able to walk in forgiveness, to walk in love, to walk in compassion. And to do the right thing, even in some dark places in your life. God will help you. God will help you. God will help you. God will help you to be merciful. God will help you to be gracious. Would you stand with me, please? I'm about to give an altar call right now. Here's what I want to ask you. Please, please, I'm praying for somebody to be set free today. How many of you this morning, listen, just be honest. Come on, it's it's just believers. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. And how many of you be honest this morning that you have had some struggles being able to let some things go and and, and forgive people and and maybe you've wanted to lash back and maybe you've wanted to, you know, throw a stone back or whatever, you know. We all have had those things, but we need God to help us to to let it go so we can have a freedom and a peace in our life, so we can be a, a light for Jesus Christ. And it all starts first by turning your life over to Jesus. If you have never done that before, I encourage you today to repent of your sins. Place your faith in Jesus Christ. He died on the cross for every one of us in this room. He died in our place. He took the wrath of God upon himself for all of us that we deserved it, the punishment we deserved. But Jesus took it in our place so we could be saved and our sins could be forgiven. That's where it starts at right there. And then God's help comes. And he'll help you to live out that life of love and forgiveness and grace and mercy. So if you need to give your life to Jesus today, I just pray. Would you bow your heads right now? Nobody looking around. Just right there where you are. Just acknowledge that you're a sinner. Just like all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life through his son, Jesus Christ. You'll just call on the name of Jesus. Put your faith in him. Repent. Repent of your sin. Turn. Admit it and quit it and just begin to live for Jesus. Right there where you are, just call on him and pray and say, Lord, Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for saving me. I surrender my life today. I set my heart apart to you, Lord, today. God, I make a decision and commitment to you to, to walk in your will for my life and to walk in the word of God for my life and I need you to save me and forgive me do it now Lord I receive you into my life I receive you that I can become a child of God in the name of Jesus nobody looking around 
If you need God to help you this morning with some relational things, with forgiveness and mercy, and just lift your hand and say, that's me today. Pastor, would you pray for me? Pray for me. Pray for me. Amen. Amen. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Anyone who needs prayer for God to help them in those areas of their life, or maybe you made a commitment to Christ today, as Pastor Kevin sings, we got plenty of time. I want you to step out right now, and we want to pray together for the next few minutes. Come on. I need God to help me. I need God to help me. I need God to help me with forgiveness. I need God to help me with love. Come on. Would you obey the Lord? There's one. There's another. There's another. Come on. There's more. Come on. I, I saw hands go up. I, I need God to help me today to walk in love, to be light. I need to let go of this thing that I've been carrying with me. I, I need to forgive. I need to forgive. I need to forgive. Right there where you are. How about giving a testimony this morning? If you want to be a testimony of light for Jesus Christ in dark times, I want you just to lift your hands right now. You want to be a testimony of light. Just keep them lifted. Keep them lifted. Keep them lifted. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, you know that the darker it gets, the more of the anointing we need, the more of your boldness we need, the more of your love and compassion, the more, God, of grace and mercy we need. God, I pray right now, God, for every hand lifted, every, God, everyone is knelt here and standing at this altar. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would fill every one of us, God, with your supernatural strength, God. Lord, I pray right now, God, uh, your, your love to fill us, baptize us in your love, baptize us, Lord, in your grace and mercy, God. Help us, Lord, to walk in the light of life. God, help us not to flicker, God. Help us not to hide our light, God. Help us, Lord, when they, when they, to be ready, God, that when they come, Lord, we can be ready to give an answer, God, to the hope we have, to the light that we have. God, I pray right now over Mount Olive First PH Church family, God, that we would be a testimony of light, God. Lord, as the days grow darker, Lord, God, anoint us, God. Lord, help us to forgive. Help us, God. Help us, God, to be kind to the unkind. God, help us to, God, do good to those that are doing evil, God. Help us to be a blessing, God. Help us to be a blessing, God. God, help us, Lord. We need it, Lord. With you, God, all things are possible. Nothing's too hard for you, God. So, Lord, we pray that the word of God would enter into our hearts, Lord, and there would be light. Lord, let there be light. Let there be light in every life here that would point people to you, Jesus, all for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said amen. Amen.